Welcome to the Republic for the United States of America. My name is Kelby, and I have never been more proud to be an American. This has always been a friendly introduction call for the people of the United States Corporation. The original de jure republic called the Republic for the United States of America has been fully re-inhabited and reseeded. I know it's a hard thing to understand, but it's true. The United States is a corporation, and you can find that under Title 28, Section 3002. It's not how it's always been. Don't worry, we are law-abiding, peaceful Americans. We are very pro-government. You can consider the Republic members are simply anti-corruption. See, we found in the law that there's two forms of government here on our land, and we did something about it. We are the people. We're mothers, fathers, sons, daughters. We have families just like you. We simply found some truths, and we're sharing these important truths with the rest of the world. So get ready to hear things that sound impossible, but they're absolutely the, the truth. And get ready to understand that you're about to be a part of history tonight. We welcome each one of you to the Republic for the United States of America. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the most important call we have ever done tonight, and I'm going to yield the floor to our host of the call, Mr. Bob Barnett. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to all, and I'm uh, pleased to tell you that tonight is the culmination of the last three weeks. Two weeks ago, we heard about original events in era 1775. Then last week, we heard about the events that occurred in uh, Utah in November of 2010 from the people who were there, some of the uh, principals that were a part of that. Tonight, and finally, it's the intent to properly present to you what was accomplished in Utah on November 15th, 2010, then followed by the accomplishment to present that in 2010, the DSI, Declaration of Sovereign Intent, then was and became a part of the proclamation of claim and interest of the Republic for the United States of America, and that occurred in the month of May in 2012. Then we are going to have our third guest who will present to you first-hand account of its filing of the documents that occurred in May of 2012. So we'll start with Kelby Smith and brings to you personally the Declaration of Sovereign Intent. Kelly? Declaration of Sovereign Intent. Signed on Utah, November 14th and 15th of 2010. We, the Congress of the people on the land of the Republic for the United States of America, which name will be used in reference to our Republic in all documents and communication from this day forward, in session in the presence of Almighty God, 
do hereby declare the following to be true and self-evident. We, the people, on the land of the Republic for the United States of America, do hereby declare that in the year of our Lord, 1776, the Founding Fathers created a Declaration of Independence to declare our separation from England. This Declaration acknowledges that the people of America have the right to abolish any government they feel is not in the interest of their safety and security. We, the people on the land of the Republic for the United States of America, do hereby declare that in the year 1791, the Congress of the United States of America, in session, adopted a Constitution for the United States of America and a Bill of Rights. This Constitution affirms that we the people lawfully settled within the territorial boundaries of the Republic for the United States of America have certain equal, inherent, unalienable rights from the Creator Almighty God which can never be removed, altered, or denied by government. We the people on the land of the Republic for the United States of America do hereby declare that in the years 1868 through 1871, the U.S. Congress established a municipal corporation in Delaware called the United States. This municipal corporation was given a jurisdictional territory of 10 square miles in an area named the District of Columbia. We the people on the land of the Republic for the United States of America do hereby declare that in the years 1868 through 1871, the U.S. Congress of the Municipal Corporation, United States, changed our system and law from lawful to a legal system which implemented and enforced laws which were in violation of the spirit and letter of our founding documents. This legal system was imposed upon we the people without notification or our lawful consent. The Congress began a march down the road to destruction of the fundamental laws that founded our nation. They implemented non-injury prosecution for the purpose of unlawfully extracting wealth from we the people without our lawful consent. They created deceptive contracting practices that allowed enforcement of contracts and laws without proper full disclosure. Consent cannot be given without lawful full disclosure. We believe this was done with full knowledge, malice, fraud, and intent by the United States. We, the people on the land of the Republic for the United States of America, do hereby declare in the year 1913 the legislature created a Federal Reserve System without a lawful majority vote of Congress as required for a bill to be passed into law. The legislature unlawfully established a banking system that has unlawfully eaten out the substance of we the people by hypothecating and borrowing vast sums of credit that were created from nothing of value. By using this system, Congress has egregiously violated their fiduciary oath and duties to we the people. The result is a hypothecated debt that cannot be repaid to the lender. We believe the Corporation United States is bankrupt and insolvent and will certainly fail. We the people of the Republic for the United States of America do hereby declare that in or about the year 1913, the legislature of the Corporation United States created an income tax system to unlawfully tax the earnings of we the people who do not work, earn, or reside within the territorial borders of the Corporation United States. 
This unlawful tax has been imposed upon we the people without properly legislated laws and without our lawful consent. Criminal prosecutions have been unlawfully held against millions of we the people under Title 18 United States Code. Although this code was never lawfully passed into law by a lawful majority of the legislature. This fraud was perpetrated upon we the people without full knowledge, malice, and intent by the U.S. Congress, Internal Revenue, the Internal Revenue Service, and the Federal Reserve. These criminal acts are unconscionable to decent people and will no longer be tolerated. We the people on the land of the Republic for the United States of America do hereby declare that the United States Congress along with the American Bar Association and the U.S. judicial system have, with full knowledge, malice, fraud, and intent, created a system of prison bonds which have been hypothecated against the lawful property of we the people without their lawful consent. This system of bonding is used to enrich private corporations in violation of the laws of our land and the fiduciary duty of the trustees of the accounts. This system makes it extremely profitable to arrest and convict innocent people for victimless crimes using improperly legislated codes, statutes, and ordinances. Thousands of Americans are currently being held in their state and federal prisons under false charges for bogus crimes. Many of these were denied due process rights, challenges to lawful jurisdiction, proper jury selection, habeas corpus, and numerous other God-given unalienable rights. These Americans are being held against their will for the exclusive purpose of enriching private corporations. Numerous criminal violations of law have been committed with full knowledge, malice, fraud, and intent and will no longer be tolerated by we the people. We the people on the land of the Republic for the United States of America do hereby declare that the United States Congress, in conjunction with the American Medical Association, has, with full knowledge, malice, fraud, and intent, authorized the use of legal prescription drugs to poison and destroy the health and lives of the American people. The United States Congress, in conjunction with the American Medical Association and Food and Drug Administration, has, with full knowledge, malice, fraud, and intent, withheld and suppressed alternative health measures and practices that could have helped improve the quality of life and health of millions of people around the world. We, the people on the land of the Republic for the United States of America, do hereby declare that the United States has unlawfully used public, local, and private lands, properties, infrastructure, facilities, roads, bridges, utilities, public parks, and seaports to mortgage and hypothecate against in order to create funds to operate the United States corporate government. This government has, with full knowledge, malice, fraud, and intent, abused the assets of the American people without their knowledge or consent to finance abusive spending practices to enrich private corporations. Many of the bills are passed by Congress were passed to create fraudulent enterprises that were intentionally over-budgeted in order to pay bribes, graft, and kickbacks to many members of Congress. 
Many of these funds have been deposited in offshore private trust accounts that are controlled by members of Congress. This financial abuse of the public trust has resulted in a debt so large that it could never be paid by the American people. This abuse has placed all of the public and private assets of the people at serious risk, which is a violation of their oath of office and fiduciary duties to the people. This criminal behavior will no longer be tolerated by we the people. We the people on the land of the Republic for the United States of America do hereby declare that the United States Corporation has unlawfully created bonds for the purpose of effecting title to the American people, and that this is tantamount to placing them into slavery, which is contrary to our laws. This was done for the benefit of certain banking interests. This criminal behavior will no longer be tolerated by we the people. Notice of Abolishment In order to form a more perfect union and provide for the peace, safety, and tranquility of we the people on the land of the Republic for the United States of America, we do hereby abolish and bar the United States Corporation and all its subcorporations and agencies from any actions against any members of the Republic within our territorial borders. This only applies to people who have joined the Republic and those who trespass against our laws. It is our desire and intent to do no harm to anyone and to practice forgiveness and restitution upon repentance. We wish only to live in peace and harmony with all as a free people as is our right given by the Creator. Therefore, we, the Congress of the Republic for the United States of America, assembled in the presence of the Almighty Creator, without imposing or endorsing a national religion, do hereby continue the adoption of the accurate Holy Bible as divine law and the fundamental basis of a law form. We ratify and adopt the Declaration of Independence circa 1776, the Constitution for the United States of America circa 1789, and the Bill of Rights circa 1791 as the basis and form of our laws. This law form will be supported by all laws that are passed by Congress and will be upheld and enforced by our judiciary and law enforcement. All interpretations and applications of these laws will be in compliance with the principles of the aforementioned documents that we hold as sacred in our Republic, so help us God. We specifically exclude the portion of Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17, with respect to the section which states, over such district not exceeding 10 miles square, as may by session of particular states and acceptance of Congress become a seat of the government of the United States. We, the Congress of the Republic for the United States of America, assembled in the presence of the Almighty Creator, do hereby claim, accept, adopt, and assert jurisdiction and dominion over all. All is defined to mean what it says, all, without prevarication or exclusion. Things within our borders, including but not limited to the following. All fully or partially publicly funded lands, properties, waterways, rivers, lakes, creeks, 
streams, mountains, hills, valleys, forests, plateaus, caves, deserts, all natural resources including but not limited to all minerals, timber, oil, coal, all deposits of any kind, rocks, gravel, sand, water sources above or below ground, flora, fauna, and non-human species, all infrastructure including but not limited to, all fully or partially publicly funded airports, roads, highways, interstate highways, bridges, seaports, railways, including all related machinery, equipment and supplies, tunnels, all airspace above our borders to the highest height, all underground space below our borders to the lowest depth, all directly or indirectly, fully or partially publicly funded facilities contained within airspace or underground space above or below our borders, all directly or indirectly fully or partially publicly funded above and below ground facilities including but not limited to all military or paramilitary installations, operations, test sites, facilities, machinery, equipment, supplies, firearms, weapons, ammunition, supplies, uranium enriched weapons and all related equipment and supplies, atomic and nuclear weapons and all related equipment and supplies, all experimental weapons and related equipment and all supplies, harp and all related facilities, equipment and supplies, bulk storage for any and all fuels, water or food, all aircraft, ships, boats, watercraft, submarines, undersea craft, land craft, subterranean craft and machinery, submersible craft, space probes, airships, dirigibles, satellites, whether conventional or non-conventional, or experimental, terrestrial, extraterrestrial, or intergalactic, or any other type of navigable craft. All funds, trusts, accounts of any source that are publicly or partially public funded directly or indirectly by any type assets belonging to or under the direction and control of the people of the Republic for the United States of America. This includes all directly or indirectly fully or partially publicly funded trusts, investment accounts and bank accounts, trade platforms and private placement platforms for all experimental secret and black projects. These funds are to be surrendered to the Republic for the United States of America immediately upon notification by the Republic for the United States of America to the trustees of the above mentioned funds and accounts. The territorial and jurisdictional borders of the Republic for the United States of America include all areas between the southern border of Canada to the northern border of Mexico to the south, the Atlantic Ocean to the east, the Pacific Ocean to the west, and 200 miles out to sea on all coasts excluding territorial rights of other sovereign nations. Alaska and Hawaii have also requested and been accepted to be included as equal, free, and independent republics. This will exclude some territories such as the District of Columbia 
as defined specifically in the portion of Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17, with respect to the section which states, over such district not exceeding 10 miles square, as may by session of particular states, an acceptance of Congress become a seat of the government of the United States, and some islands upon which foreign countries may have claims and or titles. These claims and or titles may be disputed at some future time. Proper, lawful titles will be honored, but the Republic for the United States of America reserves the right to negotiate for a return of these holdings back to the possession of the Republic by honorable means of settlement with the holders. The Republic reserves the right to renegotiate any and all treaties with foreign nations, entities, and powers that have any effect on property rights of the people of this Republic on all public, local, and private lands. Treaties affecting private land ownership may be negotiated on behalf of, and only at the request of, the people of the Republic for the United States of America. We, the Congress of the Republic for the United States of America, assembled in the presence of the Almighty Creator, do hereby accept and adopt the legislative, executive, and judicial branches of our government as our lawful government structure. The duties of the legislative branch are to write and pass bills into law and present them to the President to be signed into law. The duty of the executive branch is to develop policies and procedures that will assist in carrying out and enforcing the laws passed by Congress. The duties of the judicial branch is to exercise lawful justice and truth according to the principles of our founding law form. It is not and shall not be the duty or right of the judicial branch to practice, make, or pass law by legislating from the bench. All laws in the Republic must be passed by the legislative branch of the government. The legislative branch is the elected voice of the people and the only branch of government that has limited delegated authority and power to enact law. Any law or decree that is created by any other method is null and void on its face and will not be enforced by any official, officer, agent, or representative of the Republic. The grand juries shall guard the private people against abuse by delegated surrogate power. Enforcing unlawful laws will be a criminal act and punishable by law. We, the Congress of the Republic for the United States of America, assembled in the presence of the Almighty Creator, do hereby accept and adopt Article Three Courts and our one Supreme Court, as is provided by the Constitution for the United States of America, circa 1789, a nation judiciary court with the ability to operate in common law. These Article Three Courts and the one Supreme Court will be the only lawful nation courts within our borders. Prosecution of anyone within our borders by any other nation court will be a criminal act punishable by law. This law is not to have any effect on any lawful courts established by the free and independent Republic states within the territorial borders of the Republic for the United States of America. These free and independent republics have the right to establish courts of their choice at the Republic, state, county, parish, borough, or municipal level without any interference or involvement from nation courts. District nation courts may operate within these republics only by the invitation of these free and independent 
republics. We, the Congress of the Republic for the United States of America, assembled in the presence of the Almighty Creator, do hereby accept and adopt the American Rangers as the duly authorized law enforcement agency of the Republic for the United States of America. The America Rangers will have lawful authority to act on the request of the legislative, executive, or judicial branches of the Republic. Their jurisdiction will be within all areas of our territorial boundaries, as established by law. They will have the powers of arrest by lawful warrant, Article 5 of the Bill of Rights, power to detain by lawful method, power to hold, and power to use force up to and including deadly force when necessary to uphold the laws of this republic. They will not be prosecuted for any lawful action taken while in the performance of their duties. They may be prosecuted for unlawful actions, violating their oath or failure to obey lawful orders by superior officers. They will be authorized to transport and protect prisoners and protect officers of the court, any other officer of the Republic, and we, the people, as needed. The America Rangers will be authorized by lawful orders given by a superior officer to protect the lives of the officers, agents, representatives, and officials and their families of the Republic by any lawful means. They will be authorized to protect the Republic for the United States of America from all enemies, foreign and domestic, by any lawful means as ordered by their superior officers. A Chief and Deputy Chief, America Ranger, will be authorized at the nation level as the highest officer in the nation for the America Rangers. Additionally, a Chief and Deputy Chief Ranger at each regional level shall be under the authority of the nation Chief and Deputy Chief America Ranger. Deputies will be placed in each region as needed as provided by the executive branch of the Republic. The Chief Ranger at the nation level will be responsible for creating all policy and procedure directives that will guide all actions by the Rangers. America Rangers are authorized to act within each of the several republics by consent or invitation by the governor or his representative. The America Rangers will be administered an oath or affirmation and agree to uphold and defend the Constitution of the Republic for the United States of America and all legislated laws by this legislature against all enemies foreign and domestic. Failure to uphold this oath will be a criminal act and subject to prosecution according to the criminal laws as passed by the legislative branch of the Republic. We, the Congress of the Republic for the United States of America, assembled in the presence of the Almighty Creator, do hereby accept and adopt the current United States military as our military force. This includes, but not limited to, all branches of the military such as the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine Corps, Coast Guard, and all reserve officers. Congress will work closely with the current Joint Chiefs of staff to secure protection of our borders and defense against all enemies foreign and domestic. The President is duly authorized by Congress to be the Commander-in-Chief for the military forces. All orders given to the military leaders by the President will be lawful orders with full authority and consent by Congress. No officer or soldier 
will be held, charged, or punished for a crime when carrying out a lawful order of the President. Congress will appropriate bills as necessary to fund all lawful functions and projects of the military as needed. It is the intent of the Republic to return to a policy in peace with other nations while building a strong national defense. We, the Congress of the Republic for the United States of America, assembled in the presence of the Almighty Creator, do hereby accept and adopt the name of our Republic as the Republic for the United States of America. This name will be used in reference to our Republic in all documents and communication from this day forward so as to differentiate our Republic from the United States Corporation. In all of our written or verbal communication when using the words Republic or America, it is understood that this will be a reference to the Republic for the United States of America and has no attachment in any way to the corporate United States government. We, the Congress of the Republic for the United States of America, assembled in the presence of the Almighty Creator, do hereby accept, adopt, and establish a post office as our means of distributing the Republic's mail and conducting international commerce among the nations of the world. The location on the land of the Republic for the United States of America seat of government is 6901 Portage Road, Portage, Michigan, near 49002, in brackets. The name of our post office will be Post Office of the Republic for the United States of America. We hereby establish a Postmaster General position and sanction the development of this postal service within our borders. We reserve the right to use any existing postal service, whether directly or indirectly, publicly funded or partially publicly funded, as our postal service and all of the employees, buildings, facilities, vehicles, equipment, and supplies to carry out mail services to local people within the territorial borders of our nation. We, the Congress of the Republic for the United States of America, assembled in the presence of the Almighty Creator, do hereby accept, adopt, and establish a nation treasury and nation bank system. This treasury will be called the Treasury of the Republic for the United States of America and will be referred to as the Republic Treasury. The Republic Treasury and banks will operate on an established value backed by substance of gold or silver and any other precious metals, copper and other semi-precious metals, minerals, deposits, oil, coal, uranium, food, land, air, water, natural resources, or any other commodity of real value as needed to fund the nation treasury and nation bank system. The people reserve the right to use any currently existing treasury or banks within the territorial borders which are directly or indirectly funded or partially funded within the public funds or assets originated from the people within the territorial borders. We hereby reserve the power to design, print, and coin money that will be backed by the commodities of our nation as referenced above. We hereby with this bill declare it to be unlawful for any Federal Reserve System Bank, Member Bank, Associate Bank, or Treasury to operate within our borders or hypothecate upon our assets without the express written consent 
by a three-fourths majority vote of the Republic for the United States of America. Violation of this law will be a criminal act and will be punishable by our laws. We, the Congress of the Republic for the United States of America, assembled in the presence of the Almighty Creator, do hereby accept, adopt, and establish a law that makes it a criminal act for any agency, representative, officer, agent, contractor, subcontractor, debt collector, or any other person or entity representing the United States corporate government to collect any tax within our territorial borders or from any of our people within the territorial borders without express written consent by a three-fourths majority vote of the members of the Republic for the United States of America. All taxes collected henceforth will be used to fund the Republic for the United States of America for the benefit of the people of our Republic. All agencies of the United States corporate government shall immediately cease or cause to cease assessment and collections of any internal revenue and internal revenue service, taxes or any derivative thereof, sales taxes, highway and road taxes, import or export taxes, property taxes, tolls, permit fees, fines for offense of any type, prison bonds, any revenue from prisoners or any other type of tax, fee, permit, license fee, or fine from any person, citizen, resident, alien, corporation, business, firm, or any other entity within our territorial borders. Any violation of this law will be a criminal act and will be punishable by the laws of this republic. We, the Congress for the United States of America, assembled in the presence of the Almighty Creator, do hereby accept, adopt, and establish a law that declares it a criminal act for any agency, representative, officer, agent, contractor, subcontractor, debt collector, or any other person or entity representing the United States corporate government or any other entity to collect any unlawful debt within our territorial borders or from any of our people within our territorial borders without lawful proof of claim. All debts collected henceforth will require lawful proof of claim at the request of the debtor. In case of dispute, a forensic audit of the bank, creditor, or lending institution's records will be required to prove that money of, in fact, loaned to the debtor. This audit will be completed at the expense of the corporation, agency, business, firm, contractor, or debt collector who is attempting collection of said debt. This includes any alleged debt by any corporation, agency, business, firm, contractor, debt collector, or any other entity within our territorial borders. Any violation of this law will be a criminal act and punishable by the laws of this republic. This law only applies to the people who have joined the republic and those who trespass against our laws within our territorial borders, no one shall be forced to join the Republic. We do hereby abolish all authority of the corporation, United States, or any of its principals, agencies, corporations, contractors, subcontractors, employees, officers, and representatives of any kind to operate within our borders to carry out any function or operate in any capacity without the express written consent 
by a three-fourths majority vote of a lawful quorum of this Congress. We do not validate or consent to any ultra-vires acts, superior foreign powers, or omissions of the United States, or any of its principles, agencies, subcorporations, contractors, subcontractors, employees, officers, or representatives. Number of voting state republics, 36. Number of voting members, 287. Number of yes votes, 287. Number of no votes, zero. Passed, yes. We, the Congress of the people on the land of the Republic for the United States of America convened in assembly on the 14th of November 2010 hereby place our mark below by absolute autograph by 35 member republics for the United States of America. Thank you, Bob, and I yield. Now we'll get back to our second major document. We are now going to hear a reading by Jean Hurtler. She will read the proclamation for claim and interest of the Republic for the United States of America. Jean? Proclamation of Claim and Interest on Day 30, April 2012 From and by Limited Sovereign Authority Delegated by We the People on the Republic for the United States of America To the United States of America, Department of Defense, Joint Chiefs of Staff, and to the world, and all people, and all public and private persons, and United States, the municipal corporation, and all subsidiaries thereof at all, and the International Court of Justice at The Hague, and the United Nations, and the Universal Postal Union, parentheses, UPU, close parentheses, and we the people, in God we trust, present and hereby serve notice of claim and interest, and continue in peace, and offer conditional forgiveness, and whereas we the people proclaim, order, hold, continue, honor, and abide by the, quote, Declaration of Sovereign Intent, end quote, see Exhibit 1, instituted by presentment on behalf of we the people. And whereas, we the people presented the, quote, Declaration of Sovereignty for the Republic of the United States of America, end quote, circa July 2010, see Exhibit 2, to the following, the Committee of 300, the International Court of Justice, the United Nations, parentheses, UN, close parentheses, and the Universal Postal Union, parentheses, UPU, close parentheses. And we the people claim all rights and uses pursuant to Flag Act circa 1777, Flag Act circa 1794, Flag Act 1818 circa, and Flag Act circa 2011. See Exhibit 3. And we the people claim all rights and uses pursuant to Seal Act circa 1782, including the de jure United States of America Great Seal. And we the people claim all rights and uses for the phrases, words, and letter combinations, the Republic of the United States, the Republic of the United States, the Republic for the United States, Republic for the United States, 
Republic for the United States, Republic of the United States, Republic of the United States, the United States, United States, the Republic of the United States of America, the Republic of the United States of America, the Republic for the United States of America, Republic for the United States of America, Republic for the United States of America, Republic of the United States of America, Republic of the United States of America, the United States of America, United States of America, and is referenced in the Constitution of the United States of America, circa 1789, Exhibit 2B, quote, the United States of America as alternate forms and denote Republic for the United States of America, end quote, and all deviations and variations thereof, and we the people, reserve all rights and uses for the abbreviations, phrases, words, and letter combinations, USA, US, U period, S period, U period, S period, A period, R-U-S-A, U-S-A, R-O-U-S-A, R-F-U-S-A, R-U-S-A, R-O-U-S-A, R-F-U-S-A, U-S, R-U-S, and R-U-S. To be abbreviated forms and denote the, quote, Republic for the United States of America, end quote, and all deviations and variations thereof. And with respect to Article 1 of the Treaty of Amity, Commerce, and Navigation, hereinafter referred to as the J Treaty, signed at London, November 19, 1794, ratified June 24, 1795, at Philadelphia. And now comes, we the people, giving sufficient notice, affirming, claiming, accepting, adopting, and asserting that, whereas, we the people are all created equal, and whereas, we the people, by natural birthright, with sovereign rights held by indigenous power, live in inherent freedom, granted by the Almighty Creator, by divine providence, and whereas, we the people, are the named successor parties in interest, and as rightful heirs to the Constitution, circa 1791, with lawful right of claim for the Republic for the United States of America, have re-inhabited the de jure government, which was abandoned under duress and replaced by officers and employees of the United States Municipal Corporation. All subsidiaries thereof at all, and all others committing such fraud, usurping the sovereignty of the people by fraud and deception. And whereas we the people recognize the absolute right of people to contract with the United States Municipal Corporation and its subsidiaries at all. And whereas we the people stand in agreement on Chapter 62 of, quote, an act to provide governance for the District of Columbia, end quote, Exhibit 4, dated February 21, 1871, which states in part, quote, may contract and be contracted with, end quote. And whereas, we the people hold absolute unlimited right to contract and not to contract with any corporation. We hold and determine that the United States Municipal Corporation abused the letter of the law and the founders of the United States Municipal Corporation acted and contracted with ill intent by not giving full disclosure to we the people. And whereas, we the people hold, the founders of the United States Municipal Corporation deceived us into involuntary servitude as corporate subjects, without us knowingly and willingly giving consent. According to law, consent of we the people is required before elected officials of the United States Municipal Corporation may act. 
and whereas we the people hold, quote, contract, end quote, by deception is not contract and is contrary to law. No law shall be passed impairing, quote, obligation of contract, end quote, as guaranteed by Article 1, Section 10 in the Constitution of the United States of America, circa 1791. And whereas we the people hold, there is no one with sufficient standing, authority, or ability to counter-memorialize, abrogate, or rebut our documented evidence and these self-evident truths. And whereas we the people, as a paramount party to the Treaty of Ghent, circa 1814, provide notice of our original jurisdiction and of our capacity as sovereigns over any trespassing foreign municipal corporations such as the United States at all, or their agents, employees, representatives, officials, or contractors, A to Z, 1 to 301, etc. And whereas we the people hereby hold, claim, enforce, continue, take, and accept respective jurisdictions on the land within meets and bounds of said union and lawful authority thereof to self-determination by accepting responsibility for all republic acts and actions. And whereas, upon lawful proof of valid claim by any party, the Republic for the United States of America will negotiate said claim with the claimants, since it is in the best interest of we the people to satisfy our lawful obligations in comedy and mutual peace with all nations. And whereas, with respect to Article 1 of the J Treaty, the J Treaty limits any, quote, person, end quote, including corporations and other subdivisions of the crown to inferior position with respect to we the people and we the people affirmed by overture dictum UN charter circa 1950 continuous and in full force and effect limiting and preventing state parties from using treaties or other instruments to increase their control over domestic citizens and whereas <clears throat> quote the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America, end quote, Exhibit 2A, circa 1776, was served on the King of Great Britain by our founding fathers as declaring our separation from governance by tyranny. And this declaration maintains that we the people continue certain unalienable rights granted by the Almighty Creator, by divine providence. And some of these certain rights were documented by the Bill of Rights, Exhibit 2C, circa 1791, being part of our founding documents, an accumulated legacy of the people of America. And we the people are specific, designated parties in interest, successors and beneficiaries of said Bill of Rights, parentheses, contract, close parentheses, expressly and explicitly reserving certain rights and imposing certain limitations upon the delegated government of we the people. And whereas, the founders of the Constitution, circa 1789, ordained, established, and included the Bill of Rights in the Constitution, circa 1791, and established absolute limits for governance, delegated by we the people, the Bill of Rights invoked and affirmed by written record, some natural, certain rights, the Almighty Creator originally granted, being absolute, natural, unalienable, inherent rights belonging to we the people. The Bill of Rights was not complete in enumerating said rights, but was inclusive, 
The Bill of Rights can never be abrogated, infringed, denied, altered, abridged, or compromised by any governance or by any others, and natural rights are unalienable by any means. And whereas, by constitutionally unlawful act of Congress, on February 21, 1871, the territory of the seat of government of the original de jure republic within the District of Columbia was incorporated with the District of Columbia, forming a new municipal U.S. government corporation operating upon the American people as a democratic, executively administrated municipal corporate government. And whereas, all de jure executive officers of the United States of America are required to take an oath to support the Constitution and an oath of office which places them under constitutional executive authority. Conversely, members of Congress are required to take only an oath to support the Constitution. Members of Congress are prohibited from holding any civil office and are constitutionally identified only as members of Congress, known as the Senate Chamber and the House Chamber, the lawful representatives of the sovereign people of the United States of America. After the assassination of President Lincoln in 1865, the Senate and House began taking a civil oath, Exhibit 6, of office. And after February 21, 1871, they changed the name of the Senate chamber to the U.S. Senate to accommodate for the change from a de jure Republic Congress to the new U.S. corporation government, mandating that all members of Congress take the new civil oath of office thus becoming de facto Congress officers of the U.S. Corporation in an executive branch administrative capacity, no longer lawful members of Congress, and no longer representing the American people pursuant to the Constitution, which is the supreme law of the land. And whereas, this new form of governance unlawfully imposed a foreign legal system, which is in opposition to the people of America and our law form, and the Municipal Corporate Congress replaced the Constitution, circa 1791, articles with amendments using Roman numerals, without full knowledge and consent of we the people, and without authorization in accord with basic fundamental law, and their foreign decree legal system, by fraud, imposed non-injury prosecution upon we the people, without sufficient full disclosure required by law. And whereas, said foreign decree legal system, was imposed by deceptive acts and practices, indicating ill intent, governance by United States Municipal Corporation, actors in male governance, and Congress and other government organs and offices by valid circa 1791 Constitution were abandoned under duress since Reconstruction Acts circa 1867. And whereas, the United States Municipal Corporate Congress, circa 1913, imposed the Unlawful Federal Reserve Act upon we the people. This invasion and trespass by commerce, fraud, by so-called public officials, was committed against we the people without our knowledge or consent, and local free people were forced into involuntary servitude and poverty as a result of unlawful acts, commercial crimes, and all crimes inclusive. Parentheses. 27 CFR 72.11 close parentheses, contrary to our law form, and in direct violation and trespass of oath of office and fiduciary duties by, quote, public officials, end quote, 
working within their United States municipal corporation and, quote, we the people, end quote, hold this as a conspiracy contrived by the international banking cartel and bad actors within the United States Municipal Corporate Congress. And whereas the United States Municipal Corporation, circa 1916, in collusion and conspiracy with the Federal Reserve, did in fact, by act of fraud, impose unapportioned direct tax in the form of an income tax upon the labor of we the people. And this unlawful tax is currently being assessed, charged, and collected against millions of free people in America without lawful consent as required by existing laws, treaties, and constitutions, A to Z, 1 to 301. Judges 7. By cause of foreign decrees, non-legislated codes, statutes, and agency regulations, many millions of people have been accused and imprisoned by non-injury prosecution, indirect tort and trespass against our law form, and against our consent, against we the people. And whereas the Municipal Corporate Congress, circa 1948, unlawfully imposed Title 18 of United States Code as the code for criminal prosecution, millions of unsuspecting people have been kidnapped, unlawfully arrested, prosecuted and imprisoned for non-injurious crimes. The United States Municipal Corporation and the Municipal Corporate Congress continues without lawful or legal authority to prosecute we the people as fictitious persons using codes, statutes, and regulations imposed without our consent. The agents and principals of the United States Municipal Corporation have committed egregious and horrific crimes against we the people acting with full knowledge and intent to inflict undue harm on we, the American people. And whereas, pursuant to the Jay Treaty, and attachments, claims, show cause, points, and authorities, we the people proclaim that we are the rightful established heirs by birthright to the United States of America. We the people and the Republic for the United States of America continue vested, established, interest in standing, being we the people of the Almighty Creator by divine providence, who by order of the Almighty Creator have lawful standing and right of claim to dominion over this land. We hereby claim and exercise that divine right. And whereas we the people hold that the intent of the Constitution and Jay Treaty founders, circa 1794, laid a firm foundation and delivered the party state crown and its subdivisions unto justice by claims and show cause and injury and respective claims, whereby Great Britain, Britannica, Crown, the, the Crown, and all subsidiaries, agency, agents, at all, will make reparation with punctuality, without question. And whereas we the people hold, continue, claim, accept, and use the Jay Treaty with full jurisdiction for the United States of America, being paramount parties in interest, generally recognized by the Jay Treaty, circa 1794, between the United States of America and Great Britain, Britannica, Crown, the Crown, and all subsidiaries, agency, agents, at all. And whereas, the following articles of the Jay Treaty are still in effect and define misdeeds, dishonor, and violations committed by the United States Municipal Corporation, agents, employees, actors with England titles of nobility, 
in violation and trespass of original, quote, Article the 13th, end quote, ratified circa 1819, which others mislabel as the missing, quote, 13th Amendment, end quote, did unlawfully set aside the original, quote, Article the 13th, end quote, by an act of fraud upon the American people. And A, by the Jay Treaty, 19 November 1794, circa 2012, quote, Article 28, it is agreed that the first ten articles of this treaty shall be permanent and that the subsequent articles, except the twelfth, shall be limited in their duration to twelve years to be computed from the date on which the ratifications of this treaty shall be exchanged, but subject to this condition that whereas the said twelfth article will expire by the limitation therein contained at the end of two years from the signing of the preliminary or other articles of peace, end quote. And B, by the Jay Treaty, 19 November, 1794, circa 2012, quote, Article 1. There shall be a firm, inviolable, and universal peace, and a true and sincere friendship between His Britannic Majesty, His heirs and successors, and the United States of America, and between their respective countries, territories, cities, towns, and people of every degree, without exception of persons or places, end quote. And C, by the Jay Treaty, 19 November, 1794, circa 2012, quote, Article 2. They shall be at full liberty to remain there, or to remove with all or any part of their effects, and it shall also be free to them to sell their lands, houses, or effects, or to retain the property thereof at their discretion, such of them as shall continue to reside within the said boundary lines, shall not be compelled to become citizens of the United States, or to take any oath of allegiance to the government thereof, but they shall be at full liberty so to do, if they think proper, and they shall make and declare their election within one year after the evacuation aforesaid. And all persons who shall continue thereafter the expiration of the said year without having declared their intention of remaining subjects of His Britannic Majesty shall be considered as having elected to become citizens of the United States, end quote. And D. By the Jay Treaty, 19 November, 1794, circa 2012, quote, Article 9. It is agreed that British subjects who now hold lands in the territories of the United States and American citizens who now hold lands in the dominions of His Majesty shall continue to hold them according to the nature and tenure of their respective estates and titles therein and may grant, sell, or devise the same to whom they please, in like manner as if they were natives, and that neither they nor their heirs or assigns shall so far as may respect the said lands be in the legal remedies incident thereto be regarded as aliens, end quote. And E, by the Jay Treaty, 19 November, 1794, circa 2012, quote, Article 10. Neither the debts due from individuals from one nation to individuals of the other, nor shares, nor monies, which they may have in the public funds or in the public or private banks shall ever, in any event of war or national differences, be sequestered or confiscated, it being unjust and impolitic that debts and engagements contracted and made by individuals having confidence in each other and in their respective governments should ever be destroyed or impaired by national authority on account of national differences and discontents. End quote. 
and whereas we the people stand in agreement with the document commonly referred to as the Atlantic Charter, Exhibit 5, circa 1941, stating in part, quote, they, parentheses, United States of America and Great Britain, close parentheses, respect the right of all people to choose the form of government under which they will live, and they wish to see sovereign rights and self-government restored, end quote. And whereas, we the people are determined to save succeeding generations from the scourge of war, which has brought untold sorrow to mankind, we uphold the almighty creator-given unalienable human rights, dignity, and worth of mankind. We establish justice and promote the general welfare of all mankind to effect safety and happiness in order to let freedom ring. And towards these ends, we continue to practice tolerance and live together in peace with one another as good neighbors, uniting our strength to maintain international peace and security. We the people desire friendly relations with all the peoples around the world. Accordingly, our respective governance governments through representatives assembled on the Republic for the United States of America who have exhibited their full powers, found to be in good and due form, have established an internationally recognized de jure government known as the Republic for the United States of America, a Republican form of government. And among the purposes of the Republic for the United States of America are to maintain domestic and international peace and security, and to that end, to take effective collective measures for the prevention and removal of threats to the peace and for the suppression of acts of aggression or other breaches of the peace and to bring about peaceful means and in conformity with the principles of justice and international law, adjustment or settlement of international disputes or situations which might lead to a breach of the peace. And B, to develop friendly relations and establish principles of honesty and integrity in commerce among nations based on respect for the principle of equal rights and self-determination of all people. And C, to cooperate in solving international problems of an economic, social, cultural, or humanitarian nature, promote and encourage respect for the almighty creator's given rights and fundamental freedoms for all without distinction as to race, sex, language, or religion. And whereas we the people favor forgiveness above justice and favor safe harbor over harm for those who repent and sin no more. And whereas, quote, it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God to obey His will, to be grateful for His benefits, and humbly to implore His protection and favor, end quote, George Washington. Now, therefore, we the people herewith give notice that, quote, an act to provide governance for District of Columbia, end quote, Exhibit 4, dated February 21, 1871, and any related enabling acts are currently before the Republic for the United States of America Congress for repeal. And we the people do hereby claim, accept, adopt, and assert jurisdiction and dominion over all, parentheses, all is defined to mean what it says, all without prevarication or exclusion, close parentheses, things within our national republic borders, including, but not limited to, the following, all fully or partially 
publicly funded lands, properties, waterways, rivers, lakes, creeks, streams, mountains, hills, valleys, forests, plateaus, caves, deserts. All natural resources, including but not limited to all assays, minerals, timber, oil, coal, all deposits of any kind, rocks, gravel, sand, water sources above or below ground, flora, fauna, all seeds of any kind, all DNA and DNA records, clones of any kind, non-human and semi-human species, all infrastructure, including but not limited to, all fully or partially publicly funded post offices, U.S. Postal Service in its entirety, parentheses, USPS, close parentheses, airports, roads, highways, interstate highways, bridges, seaports, railways, including all related machinery, equipment and supplies, tunnels, all airspace above our borders to the highest height, all underground space below our borders to the lowest depth, all directly or indirectly, fully or partially, publicly funded facilities contained within airspace or underground space above or below our borders, all directly or indirectly, fully or partially, publicly funded above and below ground facilities, including but not limited to all military or paramilitary installations, operations, test sites, storage facilities and contents thereof, machinery, equipment supplies, firearms, all weapons, including but not limited to smart nuclear, biological and bacteriological, which are within, around, near, under, above our national borders, including any and all weapons of mass destruction within, around, without, above, below, and in proximity to our national borders. Any type of weapon that could pose any threat to our national borders or threaten our military or civilian personnel or our people at any location domestically or internationally. Ammunition, supplies, uranium-enriched weapons, and all related equipment and supplies, atomic and nuclear weapons, and all related equipment and supplies, all experimental weapons and related equipment and supplies, HARP, parentheses, high-frequency active auroral research program, close parentheses, and all related facilities, equipment and supplies, bulk storage for any and all fuels, water or food, all aircraft, ships, boats, watercraft, submarines, undersea craft, land craft, subterranean craft, and machinery, submersible craft, space probes, airships, dirigibles, satellites, whether conventional, non-conventional, or experimental, terrestrial, extraterrestrial, or intergalactic, or any other type of navigable or non-navigable craft, all funds, trusts, accounts of any source that are publicly or partially publicly funded, directly or indirectly, held by or on behalf of the United States Municipal Corporation or any subsidiary, corporation, partnership, contractor, or entity thereof, any type assets belonging in uh, ownership or interest to the people of the Republic for the United States of America that is under the direction and control of the United States. This includes all directly or indirectly, fully or partially, publicly funded trusts, investment accounts and bank accounts, funds, CAFR funds, trade platforms, and private placement platforms for all experimental, secret, and black projects, absolute ownership of all currencies, foreign and domestic, held or not held, 
electronic transfer, and data for all banking transactions worldwide, and any banking infrastructure. Banking access code numbers, PIN numbers, and any other public or private access code numbers to any and all bank accounts, funds, investment accounts, or any such thing of value, keys, combinations, access codes, passwords to any lockers or storage facilities, natural resources of any and all types, petrol dollars of any sort, precious metals of any sort, revenue from all liens and rents, military hardware, software and data for any installation, equipment, all military officers, all mother bonds and proceeds of any kind, enlisted and contract personnel, all assets of governmental departments, divisions, subdivisions, agencies and successors and assigns, including but not limited to hardware, appurtenances, furniture, licenses, pyridimus, appliances, fixtures, accoutrements, paraphernalia, software, data, and covert, overt, classified, unclassified, secret, public, intellectual property. These funds and assets are to be surrendered to the Republic for the United States of America immediately and are further ordered to cease and desist the use of any and all forms of credit of the people. All public leases, treaties, contracts, MOU, parentheses, Memorandum of Understanding, close parentheses, or any agreements of any kind, whether sacred, private, or public, including or involving, but not limited to, oil, gas, coal, salt, limestone, gypsum, gravel, rock, granite, sand, metals, gemstones, uranium, water, or natural resources of any kind must be renegotiated. Coastal areas, estuaries, marshes, marine habitats, and resources of any and all types. Any and all assets purchased in full or in part, directly or indirectly, with public monies or credit. And we the people be hereby claim, accept, adopt, and assert jurisdiction and dominion over all the territorial and jurisdictional borders of the Republic for the United States of America, including all areas between the southern borders of Canada to the north and the northern border of Mexico to the south, the Atlantic Ocean to the east, the Pacific Ocean to the west, and 200 miles out to sea on all coasts, excluding territorial rights of other sovereign nations. Alaska and Hawaii have also requested and have been accepted to be included as equal, free and independent states and union, parentheses, republics, close parentheses. This will exclude some territories such as the District of Columbia as defined specifically in the portion of Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17, with respect to the section with which states, quote, over such district, parentheses, not exceeding 10 miles square, close parentheses, as may, by session of particular states and acceptance of Congress, becoming a seat of the government of the United States, close parentheses. And some islands upon which foreign countries may have claims and or titles. These claims and or titles may be disputed at some future time. Proper lawful titles will be honored, but the Republic for the United States of America reserves the right to negotiate for a return of these holdings back to the possession of the Republic by honorable means of settlement with the holders. 
the Republic reserves the right to renegotiate any and all treaties made between the United States Municipal Corporation and any of its officials and foreign nations, entities, and powers that have any effect on property rights of the people of this Republic on all public, local, and private lands. Treaties affecting private land ownership may be negotiated on behalf of and only at the request of the people of the Republic for the United States of America and we the people, duly bound by treaty obligations, do hereby order any and every court, agency, subsidiary, agent, contractor, or representative at all of the United States Municipal Corporation to deliver lawful remedy and resolution immediately on demand as proclaimed, stated, and ordered herein to the people through the Republic for the United States of America, elected and or appointed officials in order to facilitate peace between the people on the land, within the Republic for the United States, territorial and extraterritorial boundaries, and the corporate United States, territorial and extraterritorial boundaries, that is, the District of Columbia, until the reintegration process is completed. And we, the people, reserve the right to revise, amend, and extend all claims upon subsequent discovery. And we, the people, hereby serve notice upon the world that we have re-inhabited the de jure Republican form of government of the United States of America, and we treat, and being injured parties in interest, we proclaim conditions of forgiveness as follows. Except regarding those who are deemed to have irreconcilable differences or are deemed to be a potential threat to the Republic or the people, let unmerited forgiveness begin for those who have committed crimes against local peoples. Let them be forgiven. Let them go forth and sin no more. Let all principals and actors of the United States Municipal Corporation and all subsidiaries thereof at all who have committed crimes and other injustices against local peoples have safe harbor and sin no more. Let us all live in peace. However, any plan, action, public speech, writing, or communication by said principals or actors against we the people or our republic shall be a violation of these terms and shall be remedied by law. And we the people solicit the support of the United States military and others, as ordered, to bring about peaceful reintegration and remedy for we the people and security for our republic. This ends the reading of the Proclamation of Claim and Interest. Thank you, Jean. That was a long run. <laughs> okay, next, people have always wanted to know, how do we know they know? Our next will be the document delivery, how and when it occurred, by whom, and for that purpose, Interim President Jim Geiger will take the floor, followed by his message recorded, three minutes, regarding the Republic. President Geiger. Thank you, Gene and Kelby, for reading this proclamation into the public record. 
the proclamation of claim and interest of the Republic for the United States of America, dated 30 April 2012, was lawfully served to both the UPU and the International Court of Justice in May of 2012. I traveled to Europe with these documents, and I have first-hand knowledge and documentation of these deliveries. More importantly, as of today, the 6th of May, 2015, this historical document has been presented to the American people. My fellow Americans, I'm here to tell you about the Republic, your Republic for the United States of America. In 2010, a miracle happened. Americans from all walks of life banded together and reclaimed our Republic form of government. This is not to be confused with Republican, Democrat, or any other form of political party. Your Republic for the United States of America is already functioning in a lawful, interim, and parallel capacity. Lawful because it has been re-inhabited peacefully and lawfully. Interim because it's functioning in a limited capacity since the American people are not yet represented in mass and because permanent elections have not yet been held. Parallel because it has not replaced the corporate United States, but is functioning alongside the current government structure. This was lawfully accomplished in order to restore our rights, our liberties, and our freedoms as Americans. If you want more from your government, if you want to be truly free for the first time in your life, if you want your children to enjoy true freedom, then I'm asking you and everyone you know to embrace our long-lost liberties, and support your republic. Imagine a country where most of your hard-earned money is yours to keep. Imagine seeing 2% inflation over the next 50 years, like it was when America was founded. Imagine your rights, freedoms, and privacy enforced and upheld in court. Imagine if it was unlawful for anyone to profit from your private information without your written permission. The injustices we endure today are nearly endless Imagine all of them gone. Imagine politicians actually answering to you. Yes, you heard me correctly. I said answering to you. Not just hearing your voice and ignoring it, but listening and acting on law, not personal agendas. Just imagine going to the polls and having your vote make a difference. Imagine your inherent rights being preserved by government. A government committed to protecting and defending our founding documents. Our founding fathers had a dream of being free, and I believe Americans are still yearning to be free today. You and I are working together and turn that dream, our dream, into reality once again. I believe the American people have the courage to take back their freedom, so let's work together to make the world a better place to live. May God bless you and God bless America. Thank you very much, Mr. President. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to introduce the Declaration of Sovereign Intent and the claim and interest of the Republic for the United States of America as now downloadable and viewable on our homepage. We placed a cover page picture on the left-hand side. You simply must click it, 
you have two options. You can view it right there on your screen, or you can use the download link right above the viewing where it says download link. We want to thank you guys for being on this call, and Bob, I'm going to yield to you to close. Thank you, Kelby. That will close the call tonight. Thank you for all being here. Follow up, do your due diligence, understand all the documents are available to everyone. It's unrestricted and securitized so that they can't be altered and misappropriated and used in any way nefarious. Thank you for being on the call.